Hello friend, I created this podcast because I want to serve busy souls like you, looking to up level and live your best life. I chose 9 minutes because everyone has 9 minutes and the number 9 signifies serving humanity, good karma and providing a positive example. In this podcast, I connect you with some of the most influential and successful people in the world who are excited to share their number one advice or success tip with you to help you live your best life. Hello everyone, thank you so much for joining the podcast today. Today we have an amazing guest, her name is Virginia Warren. Virginia is a lawyer, she is an author of Let's Kiss All the Lawyers, Said No One Ever. And she is a TEDx speaker. Virginia talks about how our belief system from our childhood unconsciously shape who we are and could have limit our growth as an adult. She says rules are for idiots and that most of these rules have led us to a false belief that we are unworthy of love. She shows her clients how to break out of their own mentally formed limitations and how to use intuition to guide them to make progress. Virginia, thank you so much. And thank you so much for joining us from all the way from Australia today. Thank you for having me on your show now. It's a real honor. I really appreciate it. I love it that you brought up the rules of the idiots comment because you see, that's something I told my six-year-old son to my um, to my dismay, telling a six-year-old boy that uh, when he asked about a school rule. But that's another story. So yes, I do believe rules of the idiots, and I do get criticised for saying that. But I'll explain why. Now you see, rules rules are created um, based in fear, and what many people don't understand that this planet is operating under a system of fear. We have all these laws saying, you know, it's you versus me. I need protection from you. I don't know what to do. I need a parent. I'll be punished if I do the wrong thing. And you see, I I question why that is. Why do people need to be told, don't kill somebody? Although, you know, we all should know, don't kill somebody, don't we? But these rules, they're created they say to protect you but they actually don't do that because the rule breakers the ones that will break the law will continue to break the laws because that's their nature they will break the rules so rule breakers break rules not the people that know right action so i say it is your intuition that we should be using as our guide now how do we find our intuition well, and, and why, why would we be using rules otherwise? So basically what we've got here is intuition is found when we drop all the rules we've created. Now, I want to just go back to a word called love. Now, many people don't like that word. It terrifies them because love has hurt them. Um, they might think love is, you know, uh, something external to them. It's about romance and things like that. And there's many ways you can love things. And it's a very big topic, love, but the organisation I've formed called Lawyers for Love has come up with a little definition. And that is, love is a state of being without fear that operates for the highest good of all in each moment. Now, the first part is really the important part. It's the state of being without fear. Now, that simply means that 
you are love already. So imagine that, for example, you're the sun. And you are this beautiful shining sunshine. You're shining away and the clouds come across the sunlight. They're the fears. They're blocking the view a little bit for you. And, and when you clear those fears, you can see more. So when you've got all this cloud in front of you, all these fears in front of you, your choices are limited. And your life looks pretty dark. But underneath all that, you are the sun. You exist. So the fears are just something you've just created or they're just in front of you. And we can clear them away so that you can shine brightly and you can feel awesome and you can see everything out there. So how do we create the fears? How do they get into our lives? Well, we're born as loving beings. If any of you have got babies, you all know that babies are just babies and they just be, they exist. They are love. They are pure love. They look at their parents with these loving little eyes and they just, and you love them back. Now that's great until we start indoctrinating them with rules. <laughs> Say, don't be silly. You know, don't do that. Don't hit your head over the, you know, your sister over the head with that toy. You know, all these things we say. Now, that's just not about parents alone. It's called the, the tribal rules. The tribe could be your friends or, or your teachers or, you know, the church or anybody else that's in your life telling you what to do. Now, this is good from a certain point of view because we think, well, we want an orderly society. We want people to get along and be friends and, and goodness knows, look out in the world now how that's working for us. Um, so what, what's happened is effectively a parent will say to a child, say, uh, these are my favourite little examples. They'll say, say to a little boy, for example, he might be running around the house, he trips, he falls, he hits his head and he starts wailing. And his parent says, his well-meaning parent says, boys don't cry. Suck it up, get up, boys are strong, be strong, be tough. So that little boy learns, don't cry. It's not acceptable in this family to cry or show emotion. Now that little boy might want to cry again, at some point and remembered. So he stuffs down that little, that little idea. Oh, I won't cry because I, I won't make mum or dad happy or the teacher happy. And then that becomes an unconscious rule you've created there, an unconscious belief that it's not acceptable to cry or show emotion because boys don't cry. So that little boy will carry that rule with him all the way through his life, even when he leaves the tribe. So he'll see sadness out in the world or things that make him want to express that emotion. And what will he do instead? He'll get angry because he can't. He's not allowed. He's got a rule that says boys are strong. They don't, they don't show this emotion. And the same for girls. This is what I see in family law, in, in fights in family law. It's the boy that hasn't shown his emotion effectively. He can't mature it. It's stuck at three years old or whenever he was told that rule. And the little girls are told, now, girls, be nice, be pleasant, don't assert yourself, don't get angry. So these little girls are stuffing down their anger and they don't know how to mature their anger either. And so a boy and a girl meet and they're a perfect match for each other when he gets angry and she says, angry, anger's unacceptable and then it all blows up. <laughs> and they're quite, these are quite deep topics, but effectively... What we've, what we've done is we've got these beautiful little rays of sunshine, these little perfect humans, and we've created these little clouds in front of them called rules. Now, so when you go out into the world, instead of choosing 
to be emotional or choosing to be effectively angry as a grown-up because you, you can't do that. You haven't learned how to grow up that emotion to become an adult. What you'll do is react. And those rules rule you. It doesn't matter what someone says outside of you. It's okay to show emotion and all these things. The boys can't do the emotion. The girls can't effectively just show their anger because they haven't been told that's okay and they haven't been able to validate. You see, what happens is when we're really young and when, we, when we're wanting to express that emotion, say that little boy, he tripped, he fell, he hit his head. Of course that's going to hurt. Now, I'll tell you these things happen under, about, under the age of about seven, eight or nine years old because you're not old enough to rationalise yet. That of course it's okay to hit my head and cry. They just think, oh, I'll just do what the grown-up said. So effectively, when they made a choice at that point to cry, that was a valid choice. Effectively, the parent has told them, you don't make valid choices. You're invalid. You have been invalidated by your parent. Now, your parents don't, let's blame our parents. That's not what this is about. But this is about how the system works, the game of life. This is how the game of life works. We, we grow, we get fragmented. We create all these rules. And then we go out into the world and we've got to learn how we created the rules so we can have that experience and growth. So every time somebody is in there up in your face or, or pressing your buttons, say thank you because if you're reacting to them, they are showing you a rule you've created that isn't yours. So you've, you've got a choice. In, in, you only have your parents' choices or the tribe's choices until you decide to drop all the rules and bring in your own choices and come back to authenticity. This is a very big fun topic and um, this is what we get in the, within the legal system because of course the, all the legal system is is a projection of the collective consciousness. We all think we need to still be parented but we don't. We don't. We just need to grow up our emotions and see that it's our reaction to our reaction to our lives is our experience of it. It is how you're reacting to your life. That is your experience of your life. Some people call that karma. It's just simply, if I think that's bad or you, you're doing something bad to me, then that's a fact <laughs> because that's how I'm seeing it. And I see my life as being bad because I am seeing it that way. Simple. I could see, oh, you're yelling at me. Why are you yelling at me? And just wonder, oh, dear, you must be having a bad day because it's about my reaction to you. It has nothing to do with the other person ever. And our legal system, for example, is, is perpetuating blame amongst people. It's perpetuating the fight. We've very recently seen, you know, big arguments over very interesting topics on the planet at the moment. But what would be ideal for everybody is if we could all just say, oh, I see your perspective because your perspective is true for you and your perspective is true for you because you have all these little rules running. You've been taught by your tribe that this is true. So, of course, that is true for you. I've been taught by my tribe that this is true for me. For example, I might like pineapple and you mightn't like pineapple. I can't tell you pineapple's not acceptable. 
it's perfectly acceptable. And this is how we can really, really shift our relationship with others right now on this planet. We can really shift that relationship by saying, oh, I see you. I see the rules you're running. I have compassion for you in your position. I don't have to agree with you, mind you, but I can have compassion for how you see it that way. And then the work is then for the individual to say, oh, personally, am I reacting to life in a negative way? Because if you're reacting in a negative way, if you have any negative energy about you, any negative emotion, simple, you have a rule present. And I think I've just talked for a whole lot on that, Navin, so maybe you can take me back to where we started. Well, Virginia, that's amazing. Amazing, nine minutes plus. Um, something that I wanna wanna kind of tie in. Something that you have mentioned before um, that I learned about you is that um, the words that come out of our mouth is 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 a choice, and that's that's a state of being. So listen to the, your own words. Is it love based or fear based? Also. For you, it's a client. For me, it's a patient. Listen to their words. What are they talking about? If you listen, you will understand are they coming from love or fear? Then, like you said, we could understand that and we could have compassion and we could feel for them in, in, in either way. So, Virginia, this is amazing. This is some absolutely golden um, tools for us to live by. Thank you so much, Kevin. It's been wonderful to talk to you today. Appreciate you. Thank you. Bye now. Thank you so much for listening to this entire podcast. If you are the kind of person who loves to help others and you found value in this podcast, please do share with your friends and your family. I know if you found value, they will too. I believe we should always strive to be the best version of us. Let's pay it forward and help more people. If you would please leave a great review on iTunes or the podcast platform you are listening, I'd be grateful. That will enable me to reach more people to serve, people who are looking for their next level of success in life. Together, we can transform the world. If you have any questions or suggestions, please reach out to me at podcast at naveenhealth.com and through my social media.